That was so much nicer than it used to be. What the fuck? Alright, so we're making a drink. Alright, so here's the recipe portion of this episode of Dive Bars, The Last Call. Alright, Mike, would you please spear for each one of our four cocktails two of these lovely pimentos? Without a utensil? We have an olive spoon. On two. Oh, we have an olive spoon specifically. Oh, you guys are super fancy. Like a dollar, man. Can you? If Mario can do it with a toothpick, by all means. How many? One or two? Two, preferably. It just holds better. That way you don't accidentally like drink it and get the toothpick stuff in your throat. Just just drop oh, okay. one in each glass. There, there's the fancy spoon if you want it. Alright, so the preferred way to do this, uh, if you got the fucking skrill. Oh, never mind. I, yeah, we can still make it work. There's a little tobacco in here, but whatever. Uh, get yourself a big-ass fucking silicone ice tray, man. Are those the bendy ones? Silicone. Yeah. Okay. So Could what you're gonna want to typically do for, like, pretty much every cocktail. This is, like, almost universal. Every goddamn cocktail. If you guys take one goddamn thing away from this podcast, you do one big-ass ice cube. Oh, Listen so to that funny. ASMR. And then you take your second big-ass ice cube. And you hold on. While I find my goddamn bar spoon. But, alright, so now we take the whole ginormous ice cube, right? You take a bar spoon, Google what a bar spoon is if you don't know. You hold it kind of gently in your hand, as low as you can, down there. You fucking wind up. Oh, oh, that's terrible. This is supposed to be one clean crack, by the way, not like 18 smacks. Close enough, that's two chunks. That's not how it's supposed to go, so I'm gonna put in one regular ass ice cube. I put the waffles on top, the ice cubes. Oh shit, we gotta refill. One regular ass ice cube on top of that. So if you got a Boston shaker instead of a regular shaker, like the advantages are you got. There's a lot more room for the liquid inside to move back and forth. Like, look at this. So we have this that's that high. We pop this on top of that. We got more room, right? It looks a little bit taller. There's more volume yes. for the drink to mix with the ice and the other ingredients, form little air pockets, like cool fizz, everything else, and sort of make the whole drink uh, turn out a little bit different. So Amari, after my own heart, fucking knows what to get for a martini. Like, straight up martini and Rossi, extra dry. Uh, if you're making a martini, that that's it. I have not had success with any other vermouth ever. Unless you're making, like, really, if you don't care about the people at all. This is the only one where I know you have to get the brand name fucking mixer. Uh, you, get, you get martini and Rossi for a martini. The vodka or gin, if you're into that, uh, is totally up to you, though. So... This time around, we got the 
Killer Queen. Uh, seven times distilled, four times filtered. Original vodka. Inspired by Freddie Mercury and licensed by the surviving members of Queen. It looks very zesty. It is inspired by all of their album art. Um, God bless them for taking advantage of mar- uh, merchandising off their dead awesome fucking bandmate. But, yeah, movie came out, so what are they going to do? Alright, uh, so what I try and do is shot in half, two shots per drink you're making. Maximum of about four for your average Boston shaker. Hey, you want to grab decent stainless steel jigger. Uno. Dos. Tata. Yeah. Alright. No, no, you did it, but like you just said. Oh. Can't count in Spanish. Particularly great. I spent a lot of time in Mexico, and that's sad. Alright. So you got There's that. shots in there. So I try and do a two. Till like, what's uh, the better way to put it? One to two thirds ratio of vodka to um, mixers. So in this case, right, we got like four, yeah, five uh, shots of, of vodka. Probably gonna do like three ish of extra dry vermouth. Boom, boom. Uno, dos. Trays, congratulations. I can count the level of a pre-preschool Mexican kid. All right. And beyond that, a little twist. We're going to do is dump in, and not everybody should do this by all means, a tiny bit of olive juice. Tiny bit. Wait, wait. Can you taste the olive juice in the drink? Oh, yeah. But you're not. Yeah, don't worry. So we already got, uh, Amari was kind enough to set up for me uh, olives, uh, pimento, Spanish olives, preferably manzanilla, uh, on toothpicks in each cup. That is up to you. I like, you know, drinking the drink and then eating eating the olives, man. I I think that's where it's at. But once we got our our shit set up in our uh, shaker here, pop top on, give it a slap, right? You just shake it for like, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds. Good enough. Then pop it. Before you do anything else, she can do because we're making extra dirties. Wait, is extra dirty extra olives? Extra dirty. Ooh, okay. Can I get so, mine? A little clean? bit of olive juice in each one. There we go. Always strain that because you don't want any ice in a martini. Martini is just supposed to be the liquor, nothing else except for the olive juice and what I do if I'm making a round of them is keep pouring tiny pours around a circle. So otherwise you get one giant martini and a couple tiny ones. You just keep going in a circle till you run out. That way even if you got different sized glasses, you're in the same amount. Because this is basically a straight vodka drink. You want to make sure all the, the doses are even. Otherwise, one of your homies passes out. And the rest of them are still ready to go. And there we go, man. Oh, one for me, one for Mari. Welcome to the extra dirty, dry-ass martini. Straight vodka. Shaking, not stirred.
My name is Brenton Blanchett. I am from the Try and Shit podcast, where we try shit. So now what are you going to try this evening? Um, I have never been inside of a bar. Um, I am 21, but I've never been in a bar. I also, uh, I just don't drink. So we might be getting, you know, glass water or something like that. But I'm very excited. Okay, so we're outside of the old pink. Yes. And based off of what you see out here, what do you think your experience might be like? I'm getting like really good, like Guy Fieri, purple and green flame vibes. Um, warms my heart. Um, has he ever gone in here? Probably not, but I'm still very excited. Um, it looks cool, exciting. It's like graffiti on the outside. Yes. Yeah. Very cool, very exciting. Okay, shall we go in? Yes. Okay. Oops. They don't know what they do. Isolation. Alright, so what are you guys getting to drink? Water. Packet of water. Thank you. When you think of bars, what do you think of exactly? Somewhere between happiness and sadness. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. <laughs> Did you want to start a tab? Uh, Seven dollars. You guys take card. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you want to keep it open or close it? Um... <laughs> Open. Um, wait, have you been here before? Oh god, yeah, we lived around the corner. <laughs> I thought you didn't come here before. No, no, I've been here a million times. <laughs> so, okay, so this is our first time? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> when you realize it makes sense. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they currently have four things on the menu. They got steak, they got burger, they got chicken, and they got bologna. Bologna what? A bologna sandwich, fried bologna sandwich. Oh. It's actually kind of delicious. Yeah. I definitely not good for you, but like definitely good. I had, a, I had a bologna sandwich from Subway the other day, and I went home really sad. So I, I can't. Well, they uh, fried this one. So it's not a dive bar. Not anymore. I, really no, that is one that like went through the, the transformation. I replayed the part where you're talking, like giving. You're gonna replay me describing. Yeah, dive stars for dive bars. Huh? Well, nowadays, dude. Nowadays, Tudor gets a two point four six five. Okay, because Mohawk got a three point seven. And Mohawk. Yeah. Well, now Tudor gets a four. Yeah, like a two point four six five. And it's uh, uh, like, uh, so uh, okay, you have to go there for that. I was definitely uh, like, I think it was a flame. Yeah. I, I trust myself. Go get the bones! I don't. 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 I don't.
Yo, you know what's open here is the pull tail. But like I have to go. So when are we gonna play? Go back to us. I live for people. Do you want us to open you or do you want us to open you? What? Do you want us to open you? Yeah, you guys stay here. I'll I'll just go grab a ground. What? Well, after the fact, yeah. Not before, dude. And keep but do you want to play pool? I do, Wait, but like, first I have to do business. Is it recording? I see volumes. Yeah, it is. That's you, you hold pen. Because the last episode, it was recording all so of we, that. So we mark that, is what we do. Bella like, we smash it. that mark button. That's the no no button. Bella heard right, that. When we see a mark, when we see a mark is when like, we can't make sure Carl hears any of the stuff we're saying. Like, that's no, the only no. reason we use the mark in this fucking podcast. We don't use the mark to denote like one interview versus another. No. The mark is like the delete for incrimination button. <laughs> I think there's, there's a lot of topics that we're definitely. You have no idea what we've gone through. <laughs> oh, a lot of a lot of like inhalation noises and interviews Talking with shit. federal felonies. But you know, you're very fun. Thank you. Wow. No, I'm like picturing other people that we could have done this with. Okay, I feel like the class would have been better as a club. Yeah, not like a class. I'm sorry. Whenever I go there, I get like a little enraged. Just like, what? It's because, I don't know, these people keep complaining about the same things over and over again. Where the fuck Everything is Rick? Everything is a problem. That's wrong, though. Yeah. And Yo, I, I feel like that bothers me a lot because it's okay to criticize things. Do you know if Rick's coming like, around all night? Fuck, is he still there? Not everything was wrong. Yo, yo, Rick might be next door. Wait, Big Rick or something? Big Rick. Like Big Rick, right? Oh, wait, can we interview him? Like adult Rick. Uh, owner Rick? Yes. yes. Oh, what the fuck? I so he's not Rick. in Mexico. No, he's not. That fucking little shit. He had people fucking screaming for him. Honestly, this is... I well, let, like me, let me poke next door and see if fucking Rick's next door. Doing he's, he's either there or he's in his little fucking room right here. Doing this podcast is very entertaining. I feel like it's the best part of like, the entire class. And I'm really glad I got partnered with you. Um, Are you out? Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts? Wait, wait, come on. Do you want coffee? No, I don't drink coffee. Oh, you're like... Straight edge, straight edge. No, but that's not like. It's it's not a goal. I mean, if someone says they don't do coffee, I assume it's like, yeah. Yeah. Do you do tea? Really no, I just wake up and I do things like that. Not even. Oh. Not even tea? Yeah, so I don't take tea. Tambi makes me feel good. Bye. 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 What? I only have it when I'm sick. Otherwise, it's just like, no. But there's so many different kinds of tea. Huh? Black tea if you want to be awake. Uh, lemon ginger fruit will feel a little better. She gives me like green tea. So. Green tea? I like green tea. It's like healing. Yeah, I don't, I don't like tea. I like iced tea. Okay. Yeah, I see the yeah. Gemini energy. Yeah, right Mike's now. next door, which means fucking the Gemini gone. energy. Wait, gone, gone? Well, he, I mean, gone like dead, but like he's back home, passed out. Wait, where does he live? Mike Thor is next door. Like, no, no. Well, Thor is bartending, which means he's running the place, which means 
I'm a little scared. I feel like you have some Yeah, Mike was, Mike was like, no, I got this. No, no, you have chaotic. Yeah, so. No, you definitely do. No. Nope. She's, she's like Flying that Lotus, dude. person who like, agrees with Jeez, everyone. Is this you? Is this you? Yeah, it is. That's me. I don't argue with anybody. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna lie. You kind of scare me now. Okay. <laughs> Putty boy strut. Is this Putty boy strut? I don't know the name of the song. Wait, it's yours? No. And you just like, oh, it's gonna come back. I play like one game of four. Yes. And I'm gonna probably Okay. I gotta get home before the Kanye album. <laughs> Are you gonna write a review about it? No, I don't think I'm qualified. Didn't you do the music for it? Yeah, I did. You don't still do that? What? No, I do music writing. I do freelancing. Yeah. Enough perspective. I don't like reviews. Oh. No, sometimes for the second. Wait, didn't you do a review? I do for review. I, I used to, yeah. Okay. I just don't think I'm qualified to review things. I'll like, I'll interview people and stuff. But, There's like, a lot of people who are qualified and they still do it anyway. I've uh, I started doing reviews and like interviews and stuff. Like the spectrum never did. And at one point, I was, my brother and I were still just doing it. And then we started doing it. Now it's like the norm. You guys have the same piece of music? No. He likes, more, he likes more like underground. I like pop. And then like some like kind of weird stuff. Like, okay. But, like I've probably done. Like in terms of, like musician. Maybe like seventy. Like I maybe like forty to fifty. Which is really. I actually get the people I've interviewed. There's so many people. I don't know. I think did you interview Kim Kardashian? I almost did. There was someone who I feel like I listened to one of their songs that Kim Kardashian. Really, I listened. I think it was her. Yeah. yeah I know, but, uh, that was like, more, uh, that was more fun. That's still great because she's like really different. I have it on my wall. I interviewed uh, you know Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra. So I think for yeah for Billboard I did Boys to Men. And then I'm working on I'm working on a story now. I'm doing the 10th anniversary uh, retrospective of Justin Bieber's album, his first EP. And I'm talking to the person who did the album cover. I'm talking. Hi, Mike. You're in charge. Keep in charge of that. It's like Blair Witch. Fucking whatever. Yeah, the deck. Keep your eyes on the deck. Project? We're gonna play against him. Oh shit. Right. Did you know that Frank Ocean used to produce for Justin Bieber? Or he used to write for Justin Bieber? No. There's a song I on that album. So I'm talking Back in 14 minutes. Tomorrow at 12, I'm talking to the guy who co wrote the song with him for Justin Bieber. Right. It's really a weird connection. How does that make you feel? Would you continue doing, um, what's it called? Do they have to chalk? They don't. Do they? Mm. Wish they did. <laughs> I'm taking Dawn with me to work security. Be back in 13 minutes. Okay. So it's you and I. 
I'm gonna see if she'll get
there's different spots that like do have places everywhere. But there's spots that don't. And like you can appreciate the places where like there's a comic beside me. Instead of bringing some fun, you can pick it up and bring it out. Yeah, mug right there, it's uh, five bucks. <laughs> no, and I think, you know, I think for like a young guy, you know, buying something, you can take advantage of it. But like this, you can take advantage of it. You really don't know your antiques. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Done four circuits with the antique roadshow, man. You have no idea how hardcore I'm into antiques. I don't like that. I fucking shit antiques. You don't like antiques? No. I think it's just old stuff. I just sell it as old stuff. You don't like old stuff? Fancy recycling. Yeah, no, you're right. I, mean, I guess I like old stuff, like cool old stuff. It's not like, I'm like oh, look at this chunk of gear I found. I think you can, there's, there's things you can go into like a thrift shop and like finding antiques <laughs> and like knowing like you deserve it and then going to like an antique place and knowing you don't and like you waste all your money. There's an antique place around here. Um, there is? Yeah. It's like up the block and it has a lot of shit. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I can't believe you haven't. You give me like Allentown vibes. I can't believe you haven't been around here. Right. Oh, is this Allentown? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think the what's that place? Uh, the uh, what's that called? That's a lot food, of food. that food thing. That Alberta Benchy. No, 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 no. Allentown Pizza. No. Oh, oh, Poutine. Uh, oh. Poutine Allen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Company. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like a grilled cheese place next to it. Yeah, melting point. Yeah, yep. that's good stuff. Uh, the the place in between the two spaces uh, used to be an art gallery that we ran poetry events at. Oh really? Yeah, it was fucking sweet. College Street Art Gallery. That's so cool. And then it got turned into a pizza place that lasted about two months. That's really <laughs> because they were trying to they were trying to sell like fifteen dollar mini pizzas out of like a subway oven basically and they just tasted like not great and they're stupid expensive and it turned out almost immediately. I was uh, watching you know uh I don't, I don't like bar school very much. It's yeah. just a guy who does a pizza reviews. <laughs> I haven't seen that. He does he does like the one bite pizza reviews and he gets a slice of pizza and then he bites it and he tells you what he thinks. And he did one at a Bills game, and they had the little ovens where they put these little personalities in That's so weird. I saw a Can you really give a review I, I, I worked in Allentown Pizza yeah. for a while. Uh, really? All over here. Yeah, like right when they opened. Oh, got their geez. website going. Really? Yeah, back cool. in the day. We lived on, we lived at 47 Elmwood until a 23-year-old kid bought our house and threw us out. Fucking <laughs> 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 generous. I have a question. Our room is actually not that bad. We had, okay, what, a two and a half bedroom or was it two bedroom? Like for 750 bucks, like uh, beautiful dining room, like an office, all that shit. And right there. Yeah, backyard, our own garage on a back alley. Uh, our landlord was awesome. I knew like his girlfriend and shit, so he was, he was actually like personally connected to us and lived upstairs. Yeah. So he would just like hear a fan wobbling, like hop down and fix it. Like, not care that we were definitely smoking weed, obviously, inside the house and shit. <laughs> I think well, once you have respect for somebody's cat, it's, yeah. it's fine. That's a good level of to be a good landlord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The best when you do um, trying shit. Yes. Like, what the order you go in? I, like, in terms of, like, things you've never tried before? Yeah. We just grab anything. No, I mean, like, so... You bring it and you talk about it and then you try it and then... So we, we, I talk about it first and we, so if the episode's 30 minutes, we spend maybe 
ten talking about what to expect, like what we're expecting from the thing. Um, sometimes, like, uh, I think the one of like Alex and like Dead Use Instagram, we talked about like Instagram for like ten minutes, and he just went off about how much he hates it. He's never done it. And then, and then right after that, we uh, and we do it. He downloads it, he tries it out, and then he just gives his honest thoughts. And then at the end, we have like a five minute. Like moment of like our greatest takeaways. Usually it's just like him being mad or something. I appreciate that it's not all positive. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we had a. What did we have in the last episode? I think it was like these dried. Uh, it was for this week. Was like dried food. Or dried. I don't even remember. It was that bad. He's trying to fucking race. Yeah, it's out of my memory now. It was like dried. Uh, no, fried plums. I think it's just a prune, right? I, I think I have a tree. Is that a prune? Is? A prune is something dried up. I, was I think it's a plum. Whichever one becomes a raisin. <laughs> it's a grape, right? Is it? Yeah, that's definitely a grape. I, no, if we did dried plums. Oh, and man. I thought that was just a prune. I didn't realize until at the end, and like Maybe a day later, is. and I was like, you know what, I think I ate a prune. Because he oh, said like, these are for diet. Were you diet. extra regular? <laughs> Isn't that what they do? They, yeah, they yes, level I the do. fucking. <laughs> so like, he was like, these are for like dietary competition like, stuff. I was like, oh. Dietary is a kind of way to put it. Yeah, I didn't think it was for like, I think it was actual prune. But I ate it, and I was like, okay, this is fine. And then we t- I talked about how much I hated prunes. Why did it taste like that? Yeah, I think dried fruits aren't about that. And then and then we and then we opened packs of uh, baseball cards in 1990. We just talked about our thoughts. What's that cost? Five like bucks for three packs. Wow. Yeah, eBay is a wonderful. Better yeah. than antique shops. So we, my brother ate the gum inside. We spit it out, and it looked like it looked like pepper. Should have consulted somebody about the food safety level. No, it was definitely not. It's so desiccated and dried out. There's no anything was grown on it. It was definitely, it was definitely like wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not, like, edible, but definitely not going to kill you. Oh my god. The patient is a 20-year-old. They tried to eat... <laughs> 29-year-old. He's 24. You should know better. Yeah. The gum is 5 years older than him. Oh, man. That's good. <laughs> I, put, I, put I put mine in my mouth. I, I make a gold eat as many things older than myself as I can on a regular basis. <laughs> Alright, it's funny. We were talking, if, if it's wine or cheese, that's not bad, necessarily. I mean, if yeah. it's like a slice of American, it's a problem. I didn't know you would want that. Or like milk or something. Yeah. I uh I I used to look at those videos of people trying like the little Pepsi. <laughs> like that's like really funny. Crystal Pepsi. Yeah, the crystal Pepsi. Well that's they brought it back. Yeah, they did. So I now you got a counterfeit on your hands. Yeah, so now you never know if they're trying to do I've been cutting this with fucking new crystal Pepsi you haven't even fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So what about you if you so you've never been here before. At least what's your take on it? Um, it's interesting. It's very dark. Oh, yeah. And are there usually more people on the weekend? Is this considered the weekend? No. Okay, so I was right. The weekend on a Thursday is a college concert. Yeah, frequent. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that sense too. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I mean, I don't have, I have no classes Friday, so I guess this is my weekend. Oh, Only have one class and we're watching a movie. Don't go. <laughs> what is it, documentary or something? Something about uh, climate change and the ice sheets. 
Usually, all the um, bars we went to, there were more people. Yeah. And you said it's like... We always went on weekends. So. Yeah. That's the difference. This is more of a regular crowd. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. What do you think about the uh, music selection? Uh, I usually tune the music selection uh, when I go out. Yeah. Because they tend okay. to. I know the second place is wrong. Okay. Two to one. Walking distance, right there. Okay. okay. And it's open. Okay. How would you describe. Well, this is not your first time coming here. So, how would you describe coming here? Uh, I have a lot of good memories coming here when I really should not have been at a bar. Like, I get out of work at noon or something. But, uh, just take sandwich and four shots. You know, like, that's, that's like my experience mostly with the pink. I've, being, like, the older I've gotten, the less and less I've ever been here on a weekend or a night. Uh, say, because, yeah, it, it tends to be like packed with fucking gills and people that are getting freaked out. Uh, but, you know, this is time and this place. Yeah. Definitely a great place to come, like, after a show or something. Wild up. Yeah, like that, that's really, you know, Great place to come when it's not busy and play pool. I mean, the pool tables do its best, but it's, uh, if you come here, like, generally, I've never fucking kick you off for some reason. It's almost like they assume you reserved it or something. Uh, so that's a really fucking good thing to have. Darts are unfortunately located where sometimes people walk back and forth and work with their staff. So just, Try not to ever peg the stat in the eye with a fucking dark face. I get furious. And There's probably someone out there who likes that. It's I'm sure. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah I love the pink. Yeah, the young lady. Don't think he's scared of the lights. So, I drop. Yeah. Watch it. I feel like the games are one of my favorite aspects of going to dive bars. Yeah. yeah they're integral. Like, remember that one where the, I was invited to join the fucking shuffle bowl? Uh, shuffle bowl yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was very entertaining. She was very consistent. And we ran into her second bar out on the And yeah, she like found another shuffle, an alternative shuffle bowling lead with a phone number on it. It's like near midnight. She just dials this edge up and is like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> this is my fucking bar. This is my Oh, so that, okay, I thought she was like asking if this girl wanted to talk. And then, well, the funniest part was after that, she was like, no, actually, I'll sign up for your shit, bitch. Just don't be putting posters up in my fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it, 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 Because they're the type by that nobody's ever traveled more than like three blocks to go to. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a cinder block building with the size of the darks area. 
got a little bigger than that. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of what you see. Like, if you, if you ever go to like, Mexico and shit, there's a lot of bars that are actually just like one picnic table and then like a tiny booth with something that has beer and liquor. Okay. I saw it all over the place, especially like uh, bars that serve like taxi drivers. <laughs> Great idea. Uh, <laughs> bars that cool. serve like people on their way in and out of work, factories and shit. Uh, a lot of them were like that. It was basically like a bar that was four feet wide and then fucking just tables everywhere. <laughs> it's that sort of like fucking conspiracy fast. Like, the goal was to get drunk, meet people, and leave. It's like a to go type of thing. Yeah. They made a. Uh, seen that. <laughs> made a chef's to go to Italian restaurant. Like chefs, like those chefs? Yeah, they made it to go They're not quite as good as they used to be, but they're still pretty goddamn good. Yeah. I've never been there actually. You want like a upper, yeah, you want like an upper, medium, like good Italian food. They're not like, they're not like blowing the shit off the top for Buffalo, but they're like, you know, good, very consistent. Because like now they produce jarred sauce and shit, so they have like everything very processed down, okay. all that. It's one of those kind of buffalo favorites. Like I split them into two types, like buffalo favorites of food and drinks and shit. Okay. Right, there's like the chains that are really good, you know, like Mighty Taco or uh, like Spock. It's fucking amazing if you're hammered. Or, or like for lunch, dude. Like that versus Wendy's, man. If I'm looking for like a two minute lunch. I would rather have Wendy's. Oh, but but like, I mean, Wendy's have so many options. I mean, it is if you're in Buffalo. I think. Yeah. I think Western has a hot take. Cause yeah. I'll take Mighty Taco any really? day. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like, Mighty Taco. I've, I have never like, had Taco Bell grace these lips more than once because there is Mighty Taco. I've never, I've never had Mighty Taco. I felt good after. No, but that's not the, like when you eat Taco Bell and feel good after. <laughs> no, but you feel good during. I feel like I feel better while eating Taco Bell. Oh, you haven't explored the menu problem. I had a chicken quesadilla. Oh, that's. That's the weakest point. <laughs> you have to go for like anything that has the ground beef in it because the ground beef isn't actually even ground beef. It's mostly turkey. Really? Yes, with oh. like a little beef in it. Okay. So the texture is like much more complimentary to holding itself in like a tube that you can ram in your mouth. And then the, there's other like you have to order like the three cheese nacho burrito is where they they sort of emulate what people like about Taco Bell but do it with like very slightly better ingredients. Okay. You know, Didn't instead Taco of they'll have like a beef uh, Yeah, they have them all the time. I mean, I, I avoid them for a million years. Um, have you ever had Deep South Taco? Yeah. How do you? In my, in my opinion, that was great. You got you got joints like fucking Casa Azul and and Rancho Taqueria, like uh, Gran Mora's. Like we have authentic Mexican food in Buffalo, and that's you know Mexican food reinvented by white people, rediscovered. You can always say. You know, <laughs> So we just came from the pink. How would you describe? What did you have first off? Um, I had a cup of water, <laughs> classic, and um, a cup of water and a steak sandwich. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like a Philly cheese steak where it's like the cut up steak. It was like an actual steak. Oh, wait, in between really? bread, yes. Oh. It was good. It was very good. I think I would have enjoyed it more had I not eaten before. I think I messed up with the Chinese food, but um, we're feeling it and we're walking now. So that's, <laughs> I'm burning calories and feeling the cool. All right, so uh, let's see. Uh, well, first off was the pink. 
It's a, a buffalo staple. Mario, what was that that you looked up about it? <laughs> they were part of the uh, Save the Dive Bar initiative by the National Trust for Historic Preservation in 2018. Okay, they were chosen as a one of those dive bars that are really worth saving because of the historical influences they had over the area. It's uh, it's one of those bars that like generations of Buffalonians have drank at under under one name or another with uh, different coats of paint on it. It's, uh, it's another one of those dive bars where you go in and it's during the daytime. It's uh, got a very different vibe than it does later at night. It's got some pretty wild graffiti all over the bathroom. Um, definitely some interesting stuff there. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a great place to end your night, usually. Also, as Brenton learned, they, they have pretty good food. They don't really have a menu. I think there's a, a handwritten note that says the four things they cook, and there's there's just a, a hot griddle behind the bar. The bartenders just turn around and cook your food right there. I don't even know if it could technically be called a restaurant, but it is It is certainly a dive with, with steak sandwiches. <laughs> Almost like a hibachi grill. Like, a, the bar. like an American hibachi. So they don't toss anything in your mouth, I'd be kind of worried if they did. <laughs> we also had billards, as well as... Pool. Pool is easier to say. Darts thing, and I really enjoy playing darts. Yeah, the only thing you gotta watch out for is the employees tend to like... The, the door to go in back and change the kegs and all that shit is, is right where the darts are, so you gotta watch out when you're hammered that you don't peg a, a bar back in the side of the head with a dart. So watch out for that. I don't like it. Of all the places we've been, it had... I think the dimmest lighting. Oh, Either certainly. That or you don't want to see the pink with the lights on. Uh, there's there's been whole horror stories written about that when you're there at four or one, and uh, <laughs> lights come on, <laughs> and you see the pink for what it really is. You you don't want to see that. <laughs> the outside is really interesting though. It stands out. I've passed it many times, and I didn't know it was a bar for a while. I've heard that before because it's not. Yeah, the rest of Allen Street is is getting taken over by uh, spots like Billy Club, which my little brother loves. And, uh, you know, a lot of fancier bars keep cropping up. You know, big glass windows, well lit. Those weird Edison-looking light bulbs and uh, $14 cocktails. And that, the pink has never been about that, and God help us if it ever is. It kind of also looks like a house. Yeah. I think that's what threw me off. It, it looks very house-like. Um, and if you, yeah, if you really didn't stop to check it out, you might not even know unless it was really late at night and there's a whole bunch of rowdy folks outside. And I think there were, but they moved to the bar adjacent. Uh, yeah. Uh, people tend to bar hop up and down Allen. That's the nice part about a bar district, isn't it? Is that what we did? Yeah, we're bar hopping about? is when I'd say you go to more than two bars. And we went to three, so I guess we definitely did bar hop. Okay. It's also rated as the sixth best bar in upstate New York. Wow. Sixth best in all of upstate New York. That's, uh, I didn't even know they had that kind of prestige. I think the article said it was based upon the Yelp reviews. Now, that's moderately trustworthy, right? Yeah. Moderately. I think at one point they had an issue with people kind of falling through the floor. I'm trying to remember if that was them or yeah, the waiting room had that happen too during a Sky show. Good times and trustworthy old building. I think that's where the, the money came in to save it, but we have to do a little bit more research on that. And there's um, not much articles about it. I know they said that it was Seagram's Seven Whiskey was donating a dollar and it was to raise up to like $25,000. That is strangely wholesome. It is. <laughs> Thank you, Seagram's, for saving the pink. It was for each tag tweet. Huh. That is. 
a strange promotion. I can't believe I never heard of this program before. So there is people out there trying to actually save the dive bars. God bless them. God bless them. And what was the second place we went to? So after that, we hopped over to uh, Tudor Lounge, which is a, a little bit more of a small music venue. Uh, it used to be a bit divier, and uh, I, I hadn't been there in years, and I was extremely surprised to go in, and they really jazzed the joint up uh, quite a bit. You know, they had a, a whole shitload of bottled beers. Um, they, uh, it was clean. <laughs> that was odd. Uh, it used to be a bit more of like a punk grunge venue, uh, you know, kind of like that. There was definitely one time I was there where we were sitting by the bathroom and this guy was walking by to the bathroom and just like casually threw an enormous bag of drugs onto the table in between all of us and was like, I'll be back for that. With like no context whatsoever. And then he walked back out of the bathroom and grabbed it and left. I don't know why he wouldn't have just taken it into the bathroom with him, but like that's the vibe that used to be there uh, a little bit more. Some strange characters. No, it definitely seemed a little bit, uh, a little bit more hip, especially because the uh, Buffalo proper next door closed down. So I wonder if their crowd just sort of melted into there instead, and that's kind of what changed the vibe. They really looked. It looked very hipster. I yeah. was surprised. I very <laughs> good lighting because I was able to see everyone's faces. Yeah. That's how you know the place changed. String lights everywhere. They also had darts, but it wasn't the same energy. It wasn't the same vibe. Looked like a college girl's dorm. I was looking for a live, laugh, love sticker. Did we go on a Friday or a Thursday? Uh, we went out on I think it was Thursday. a Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one thing we did switch up this podcast. We didn't go out on a weekend, uh, which I'm kind of glad, because we brought Brenton with us, and that may have been a bit rough dragging him, <laughs> dragging him through the pink on a, a weekend as his first uh, bar experience might have been a little bit traumatic. So, you know, he's them into it. Uh, plus, we wanted to be able to try the food and stuff at the pink, and if the bartenders are going absolutely batshit, that's, uh, that's a tall order. You know, you never really know what's going to happen then. So, all right, after uh, Tudor, then what? We, we bounced back to electric because that's just a great place to go and uh yeah that was pretty typical <laughs> I think we uh do we get any more content there i'm not sure i do recall taking everything out of my wallet to find my id nice and having a conversation with the bartender but i don't know if that was recorded in this she seemed very lovely yeah yeah always always good staff over there that's one of the great places one of the great things about the place always drags me back all right so now, the rating part. All right, dive stars for dive bars. All right, Amari, how, what are you thinking for the pink? So, for our last episode, we said that we were doing it based off how divey it is. Mm. And I would say the pink was very divey. Going off what Brenton said earlier, that it was he was a little bit intimidated about the setting. So I feel like that really adds to the diveyness. A little shanky. Yeah, a little, <laughs> you might get stabbed in the corner, but you'll, you'll have a good time right then. As far as the patronage goes, even though there was like maybe, what, four people maximum? Solid four, yeah. They all sounded like they were regulars. Yeah, yeah. They, they have, uh, during the week, a serious, serious dedicated regulars uh, over there. And it's the kind of place where, like, you can't sit in their seat <laughs> when they come in. <laughs> you'll be asked to move by the bartender. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah, they have a dedicated regular crew there and say uh mostly gents in like their 60s 70s something like that um then nighttime it's uh it's more like college kids and, and folks that live downtown that are a bit younger so i think for the dive stars i would give it a 3.9995 there we go we're getting real fractional on that one uh, I, i'm gonna go with a 4.71 
for for the pink because they they have the right atmosphere you know like we were saying for a dive they've got cheap drinks they uh they do have food which is uh, brings them down from a five but the food doesn't have a menu you have to kind of know it and uh God help them if there's ever a food inspection. But, you know, it's still delicious. I mean, the, the steak sandwich was literally just a piece of steak on bread. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm going 4.71, 4.72, somewhere in that range for Dive Stars. Um, definitely one of my favorites. And then uh, Tudor Lounge. Now, we got to talk about Tudor Lounge. Oh. Yeah. Tudor Lounge, as far as dive bars, gets one star. Oof. It's not a dive bar. Yeah, yeah, I'm, go- I'm going one and a half uh, dive stars because they, they used to, they had the heritage for it, and man, they cleaned the place up. So definitely not a dive bar anymore. Maybe it once was. Maybe some night it would be. Maybe the future, someday, it will be. But Their men's bathroom is a little bit divey. I guess but that's that could just be the fact faced. that I don't like using their bathroom. Ah, bar bathroom. We could do a whole show on that. All right, and then... Uh, yeah, I suppose that's it, because we, we already did electric. I can't remember mm-hmm. what the score was. Pretty goddamn near a five. I think so. How would you describe your experience overall? Oh, the overall, I had, a, I had a lovely Thursday. I had an awful Friday morning, but uh, <laughs> I had a great Thursday. Um, yeah, you know, we, we managed to get some food over at the, the Pink and you know, kind of start the night out there and then wandered our way downtown, which is definitely my favorite route to go um i like to if if i'm kind of going out and know i'm going to be bar hopping i like to start out on allen and then work my way uh further downtown it's also kind of convenient if you uh if you live on ub south because then you are right by the train if you manage to finish up your night early enough Uh, so that's one reason i used to do that all the time just kind of became a force of habit um but yeah that's a great night who has divier bars tonawanda or buffalo this is like the city of buffalo town I'd say Tonawanda does, uh, you know, just because at least in, in, since I've turned 21, like around here, there hasn't been quite the same gentrifying forces as much. They're uh, it's a bit more of like a blue collar uh, area, whereas downtown has, has always been a bit more of a range of folks. Um, so there's a lot more bars to, you know, competing over different kinds of people, whereas here you kind of just needed a place to drink <laughs> um you know so i'd say tonawanda has like dive your dive bars uh but um yeah buffalo's got its fair share per capita that's that's for sure i felt as far as um i can't really do the whole dive bar things but as far as experiences i felt like there was something more like homey and personal about the dive bars in tonawanda yeah, a bit more of a family feel. Not family like take your kids there. Family like you know your degenerate cousins and stuff. <laughs> yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike Wolf, and I'm Amari Fall. Next week, hopefully, if everything lines up, we're going to be going to some more classic dive bars with, God willing, my grandmother. <laughs> so we're going to see uh, see how that goes. See if we can we can get her out. A lot of fun, Judy. Great woman. And we're going to go check out some older places and try and drag her to some newer ones. Not totally sure where we're going yet, but it appears uh, the Jolly Jug might be in order. It's, a, it's an old gin mill, my grandfather used to call it. Uh, that should be an interesting episode, so buckle up for that one. Uh, you've been listening to Dive Bars. The last call. All right, everyone, have a great night.